Ah, jeez. Ah, ah, jeez, you guys. Hey, it's Santa, as you probably guessed. I'm here to ask you for a pretty big favor. I forgot to make all the toys. I know, it's kind of the only thing I do, but uh, Santa has been uh, playing a lot of Animal Crossing uh, these days. I, 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 don't, I, I hate to tell it to you, but I forgot to make you a gift. Here's what you can do. You can go to somegoodshows.biz slash merch and buy a t-shirt that says Hamburglore on it. You can buy a mug that says don't even talk to me until I've had my podcast juice or something on it. They got tote bags. They got heavyweight hoodies. They've got a bunch of stuff. V-neck sweaters, football jersey type shirts, baseball shirts. It's fucking cool. Sorry, Santa didn't mean to cuss. So it would really help me out if you bought your own gift from somegoodshows.biz slash merch. Anyway, I gotta go back to making PS5s. Them shits is hard to make. where we explore the weird characters in history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm your flat white Nathan Brandt. I, I was like, I was like, maybe, maybe, like you said good morning. And so I'm like, what about the morning yeah. vibes? And in my head, I was like, what, what coffee drink am I? I'm like, I'm a flat white. That's yeah, that's am. true. Uh, well, today we are joined by our good, good pal, Lotus. Hello, Hi. how's it going? It's, it's going all right. I uh, just had a grilled cheese. I'm feeling good. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting in that Hamburglor spirit. Yeah, we uh-huh. also just made you panic because you were like, wait, do I have to have a report for this? <laughs> It was such a primal fear instilled in me. Yeah, it, I, I get it. Well, I am going to ask you one question here. Um, yeah. And that's something that we ask everybody here at the top of the show. What is your favorite fast food item? Uh, a milkshake, a hundred percent. Yeah, fuck yeah. Every single time, and especially the the sleeper tactic mm. of uh, ordering a large root beer, drinking like a quarter of it, and then just pouring a vanilla milkshake into it, so you can hey, drink a root beer. You're flow. an alchemist. <laughs> See, like I, full milkshake alchemist over here. So I okay. I fucking hate root beer like a lot, but like I respect that energy so much. I would do that with an orange soda, like immediately. Oh like, yeah, that do that sounds too. Great. Absolutely. Yeah. A little bit of high um, C. Yeah. Okay. So where where like you know you said milkshake, so I assume that you'll just get one. You know wherever you are, there you are, kind of a situation. But mm-hmm. like, if you had like last meal style, like where where is this milkshake coming from? Is it coming from a place like Fuddruckers, or is it coming from like <laughs> McDonald's, where you get that like triple thick? however the fuck they make that shit uh there's a there's a movie theater chain in texas called alamo draft house and they have on tap beer and they have alcoholic milkshakes and it would probably be one of those last time i went to the alamo in kansas city before it shut down i absolutely got like a just a boozy milkshake and it was fucking Mm -hmm. great they're a lot stronger than you would think you taste it you're like i'm good yeah i wasn't good yeah yeah no alamo draft house is like low-key like the best place <laughs> like, I think promised I, land if i could yeah like if i could like i i can't i can't think of like a better 
like place to go in general where it's just like oh yeah there's new movies but also like right now they're playing like it's a wonderful life yeah. like mm-hmm. they're also playing like love actually they're yeah. playing like <laughs> national lampoon's christmas like one of the last times that i was at an alamo was for a like local charity event where i just played smash brothers on the big screen and that was pretty tight see nice. yeah i went there and i saw a hook there and met uh dante bosco there like that's cool what the fuck? Like, yeah. cool. <laughs> but bad. also they have a dank hummus plate at the restaurant really like, it's, it's like weird yeah god i saw justice league there anyway yeah <laughs> we don't need to think about that speak speaking of movies i don't know um <laughs> have y'all ever heard of a I'm not even going to call it a restaurant. Have you ever heard of a place called Tropical Snow? No. Tropical Snow. I okay. have not. So, Tropical Snow is a Hawaiian shave ice snow cone place. Um, it is, I think it's really good. Um, I really like it a whole lot. I'm going to get into that. Um, but it is basically just kind of like a snow cone place. There's like, at least according to their website, at least like one in every state and a few outside of the United States. It's basically just kind of like you would, you know, be like driving alongside a road and you just see like a little like snow cone shack popped up on the corner. They basically do a lot of that stuff. I fucking love mm. snow cones, dog. <laughs> Nate, we're going to we're going to talk. Um, so <laughs> Tropical Snow as like a larger company um, and it's Tropical SNO. Just that's it. SNO. Um, it was uh, founded in the spring of 1984 in the most tropical of places, Provo, Utah, um, by a company <laughs> named Pioneer Family Brands Incorporated that I have literally not been able to find a single thing out about online. But they're not what my report is about. That was like 10 red flags in a name. It super is. <laughs> <laughs> like any place in Utah that is named like a family brand, I immediately pretty much don't want anything to do with. But that's not the angle I took for this report. So as a bigger company, they use a business style called micro franchising, which I had like known about, but I had never actually known it was like an actual term until I was doing the research for this. It's basically like a business style similar to franchises, but it's focused on, you know, creating like business and franchising opportunities for people who like typically can't afford them. So like it's usually well, it's just it's ice and syrup, right? So like totally, it can't, the yeah. overhead can't be too crazy. Absolutely. According to the uh, Tropical Snow corporate website, uh, if you want to open like a tropical snow location, you pretty much uh, just license the name and logo and then you agree to get all of your supplies and everything through them. It's like a pretty low cost to actually start up a business and they're like largely decently successful because who doesn't love snow cones? Mm-hmm. Um, Dude. Oh, man. So, yeah, like love snow cones. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's essentially like franchising, but with, like a much lower like financial cost barrier to entry. Getting a location started is like pretty cheap comparatively to like, you know, buying a fucking like subway or something, you know? Yeah. Right. Ours and ours and Lincoln is called Dylan and Eric's Tropical Snow. Yeah. Like and it's, so, it's, <laughs> uh, you can't go to like Michael's Subway. So there's not really a mascot for Tropical Snow, um, you know, like just considering that everybody does, you know, they're kind of their own thing. Like essentially you're almost like owning a business, but licensing that stuff out whenever you open a location. Let me tell you about a man by the name of Dave Shaper. Um, Dave is one of the kindest human beings I have ever met in my entire life. Full stop. He owns and runs the tropical snow location in my hometown of Pittsburgh, Kansas. I am really surprised 
I have not talked about this on this show yet, and so I'm happy that I have the opportunity to now. Um, this is not going to be a funny report. It's honestly weirdly heartfelt. So strap the fuck in. So for, yes. like, I have to like I have to like stop you for a second. Yes. Like I had a report where I joked that Cam was siphoning the life energy away from mascots That's because true. you had like weirdly come in contact with the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Yes. Um, Mr. Mr. Peanut. Peanut. Yeah. Um, and like a couple others, at least one other that yeah. I can't remember at the, off the top of my head. And like the chill down my spine when you're like the best man <laughs> that I've met ever this met. Man. I was like, no yeah, way, I am thou, thou art I, whatever. Um. I, I do have more breaking news because I was like, let me look up a picture of them because that name sounds weirdly familiar. One, yeah. I do recognize them. Uh, they are they always have little stands at the rodeos here yes. every single yeah. year. And they have a passion fruit, orange, and guava drink called the Pog. I just thought you should know. <laughs> so, <laughs> weirdly enough, uh, weird flavors is actually a point of my story later. Um, Excellent. So, Dave is currently 69 years old. Nice. Um, nice. And he graduated from Pittsburgh State University, which is the university that I went to in my hometown. Go Pitt. Um, and he then... Like after he graduated from there, he went to KU med school and then made it to clinicals, but then had to drop out in 1993 whenever one of his sons became very ill. Um, so he moved back to his hometown of Cherryvale, Kansas, which I'm gonna be real. That place fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> and then he opened up a tropical snow location in Pittsburgh in 1993 that is open from March 1st to Halloween every year from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. every day. Um. I have been to about five or six tropical snow locations. Um, I a connoisseur. I would like to say <laughs> this next sentence with like, I, I, I will say this with full uncompromising confidence in my correctness, but the Pittsburgh, Kansas location is the best tropical snow location on the face of planet earth. Um, I mean that sincerely. And if you think I'm wrong, I will drive to wherever you are and I will fist fight you. Um, I will lose because I am a bitch, but you know, it's the principle of the matter. It's so, about honor. Uh, it's about, it's about it honor. Is. It's about snow. Yeah. Whatever the rock snow. said. We devour something, yeah, something. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so like most other snow cone shops that you go to have like, you know, like four to six flavors, maybe like 10 or 15 flavors. And they're all just like the typical like fruit flavors that you would think of. And honestly, that's great and cool. Dave, no, fuck that. As of last year, uh, Tropical Snow in Pittsburgh, Kansas had well over 600 different flavors. Um, and Dave is the type of person that has memorized the composition of every single flavor there, as well as remembering almost every single person that has ordered from his shack for what? the like almost 30 years that he's been in business. I know. Um, he is the snowman. Dave is <laughs> Dave is the homie dog. Um, I used to go over there like constantly. Um, it was it is it is uh, it is right across the street from like a pretty decent sized chunk of the college campus in Pittsburgh. Okay. And so I used to go there just like constantly. It was like a great thing. Like hilariously enough, that part of town in that area was always like notorious for any business that moved in over there they were just going to go out of business within a year or two just because like they couldn't meet demand or like rent prices would keep going up. Dave has been there for 30 fucking years. 
Um, yes. But you get 600 fucking flavors and you're like, you're, you're, you're yeah, a staple of the like, community, a pillar. 100%. Wow. Um, the last time I visited was in like, it was like 2019. Um, before that, like I, I moved out of my hometown in like 2017. Um, and whenever I walked up, he just like smiled, asked me how I'd been, and then immediately just started working on my regular order that I hadn't ordered in like two years. And then we just like had a conversation and caught up and it was like really delightful and wonderful. Bro has perfect recall. I mean, he was going to be a doctor, dude. Like, I guess so. Yeah. You got to know all those bones. (laughs) He made it like all the way to clinicals and then dropped out. He just replaced the bones with syrup flavors. (laughs) In his brain. That is a weird sentence. (laughs) I replaced the bones with syrup. Yeah. (laughs) Makes a perfect organism. Yeah. Wait, they have girlfriend flavor. (laughs) Sign me up. Where is it again? Uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas. So, find me directions. <laughs> so anyone can walk up and request a new flavor, just mixed from any of the tons of existing flavors that he has, and you can just put a new name on it, and that would just go on the list. Um, I yes. have a flavor. Um, I had a flavor that me and some friends made after a it was like a it was like a summer band camp in high school. Uh, there was a song that we were playing it was like a swing jazz show uh and it was a song that we were playing and it had since we were playing the lead trumpet part had what is called a doit which uh is basically just like a jazz thing where you like hit a note and you just like go up on it, it just sounds very jazzy and cool anyway doit's a really funny word and so <laughs> we just basically made it was like hey we like these flavors let's put them together and then we'll just make the doit um and it's there you can get it we need to go and have a hamburglore yeah flavor that'd be great like i'd love that truly (laughs) um i don't remember what the flavors were for it honestly um but i know that it's very citrusy and it is my regular order so like anytime i ever Mm. roll up he just like starts making it and just asks me what size i want and i pay for it i love that that's crazy i'm i'm like my pets are lucky I remember their names, <laughs> like, let alone. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> like, I, like, pride myself on having a pretty decent memory, but I am, like, not at this level, like, for sure. <laughs> um, and that's what kind of rules about this place and, like, Dave in particular. Um, he understands that people want these, like, custom flavors and they're, like, tied to people's memories or their experiences, both good and bad, like... Uh, he always just takes it upon himself to use that as like a way to kind of like capture those stories in his own special way. That's something that is largely celebrated by like the entire city of Pittsburgh, Kansas, which I think is fucking awesome. That rips. It rules. People have named flavors after like pets that have passed away and like they've gone up to tropical snow and just talked with Dave and they like workshop a flavor together. And then like you got girlfriend clam gams. Yeah. Like what the (laughs) fuck? confusion people have named uh like uh flavors after like town celebrations there are people who were like pittsburgh locals went to school at pittsburgh state and then they like left a little bit and then came back and like they were a doctor and nurse and they'd been dating for a while and they got fucking engaged at this place and so they have like a flavor created like basically in remembrance of that 
Um, Dude, that's weirdly it's, so cool. It's so cool. I love it. Yeah. It's very it's very old school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck a ring. When I get married, give me a fucking <laughs> icy flavor, dude. Can I list off some flavors or do you have like a a, um, a section where I you're going to lift? I don't have like listing off flavors. Glittery blue. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> hurricane, hula hoop, ice queen, Independence Day, I need you. Alien blood was a really popular one. Uh, I don't <laughs> know what's in that one. Church lady. There's one that's named after the college marching band director that is like... Uh, it, definitely as a joke uh just intended it's like just some of the worst combinations of flavor possible it's like <laughs> grape and cherry and like just a heavy amount of cinnamon it's just not good um <laughs> what you're like the the urban legend in our college marching band was that you were supposed to get that go to the liquor store next door and just pour the tiny thing of tequila that you get there into that and then okay. just drink that um i don't actually know anybody who ever did it because i don't that sounds fucking terrible. Guava's night out. There's just one called Halo. Yep. There's one. There's there's a bunch of stuff like there's one called Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I used yeah. I used to get one that was really good called Shrek Two. Um, yes. Oh, I love this. Like people can literally like just name them whatever. Um, it's very Bodie McBoatface energy. Hundred percent. I appreciate Absolutely. it. <laughs> yes, I'll have the sh the Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one cup of your finest Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, of course. Um, there, it, it's just like a really cool thing. Like, I, I really enjoy that it is like a kind of almost like living history of all of like uh, just like so many people's experiences and lives in my hometown, which I love my hometown. I, I, I like I would never live there, but I like do kind of miss being there quite a bit a lot of the time. Mm hmm. Yeah, like you've you've showed pictures of like and we've done like a Google like Earth trips yeah, of yeah. like our, our hometowns and stuff in Discord calls before. And like like I, I get it. Like yeah, your hometown is like it's like, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to live there either. But I can imagine living there because I basically lived in a similar town. Totally. Welcome to Memory Lane Hamburg lore today, yeah, guys. <laughs> like, I didn't expect to do this, but I was like looking through a list of things and I'm like, oh, I should talk about Dave. Um I can't really understate how important this dude and his snow cone shack are to the city of Pittsburgh. Like every single person who lives there knows about it. Everyone who has lived there, even for a short period of time, has met this dude and like has had their lives improved by him just even a little bit. Um, on like opening day, March 1st, every year, like it gets shouted out on like local like news and TV broadcasts. It fucking it's Dave Day. Yeah, like it, it shows up in the newspapers and they don't even have to take out ads for him. They just do it because they love it. Like the morning announcements at the local schools talk about tropical snow opening day. That's um, crazy. And like I love that. When I mentioned those like dates and hours of operations, I didn't look that shit up. It is just like deeply ingrained in my like person um, to like know that after Halloween, you cannot get tropical snow because it's too fucking cold for ice cream or snow cones in this case. Um, Damn, dude. Yeah, I haven't lived okay. in Pittsburgh since like 2017. And like, that's just something that is like, I will never not know the operating hours of tropical snow. Um, and this guy just does this by himself. Like, this is just like his life. It's what he does. It's what he wants to do. Is um, it just him that works there or like it's literally just him? Wow. He has like some family in the area um, and like a few of them have like 
it's turned into like kind of a family affair where like a few of his kids have like grown up and they like own tropical snow locations in like other cities around the area too which i think is cool (laughs) the tropical snow dynasty exactly exactly except it's like the nicest dynasty could never this dude dude is literally just what if fred rogers made snow cones like entirely (laughs) okay no that absolutely puts it together in my head of like nope that's that rules that whips um on may 5th 2017 pittsburgh community middle school uh was wrapping up this like really cool um like new thing that they've started doing every year since then uh where they basically wanted to celebrate hardworking and underappreciated community and like just community members essentially um it's like their way of like hey you know we you guys support us going through school we're gonna help you out and everything uh and Mm -hmm. so they like put a vote together to see who they wanted to be like the big recipient of the first ever like hey you're great you're awesome like come here let's celebrate you thing and like completely unanimously like dave won the vote um (laughs) which was really cool um they invited him over to the school under the guise of like a career day event so he took like an hour off on a friday and whenever he showed up it was just like the high school stadium was filled with like middle schoolers and some high school kids like all like cheering for him and like holding up signs and like doing like fun chants and like making him cry uh (laughs) like they like had like these handmade not, signs not derogatory yeah, like they had cry. like <laughs> right yeah handmade <laughs> signs and everything and like we're taking selfies and like giving him a bunch of like like everybody in the middle school like every student basically like wrote a handwritten letter to him to tell him like how much he meant to them um he like this motherfucker is snack santa claus yeah like what the f- <laughs> that rule he's so good dude like we're going man yeah you know shit um (laughs) like he said like yeah like i i I obviously like don't know a bunch of their names but like he's seen them grow up like he knows them like by what they order and he's seen some of their parents grow up too and it was like really like just this cool meaningful thing for him uh that shit warmed my cold uh at the time recently divorced heart Oh my god! Right, yeah. Too. It was yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was like the story I needed. Like it was, yeah. It was fucking incredible. Um, yeah. Dave, Dave is not someone who likes attention really at all. Um, like obviously, you know, they would not have gotten him out there if it was for that. Like he would have just been like, "I'm gonna stay here and work because that's what I want to do." No, I but, would have sooner. I was. I would have sooner passed away than to say like <laughs> we got we got an entire stadium full of children yeah. to chant your name and make you cry. No thanks. Yeah, like th- that event was like front page of the newspaper on a day where there was more important news to cover. But like that dude is like so important to my hometown. Just not to the community. Totally. Yeah. It was it was a really cool thing. Um, he like does not anytime everybody like calls tropical snow you know like i am like a pittsburgh institution or like a landmark or iconic or whatever he's just like nah dude like according to him he is quote just a guy just comes over here and just sells you snow cones so uh i'm just i'm just a collection of individuals yeah so if yeah if, uh, basically if you're ever in uh, if you're ever passing through pittsburgh kansas southeast kansas you should you the should cooler pittsburgh you should you should stop by tropical snow because i guarantee you you will not be disappointed at all and i recognize this is basically just an advertisement but i can't begin to tell you how much of my life was spent just in front of like on the picnic table just in front of that little snow cone shack just like hanging out with people you know hell yeah no, I love it. <laughs> yeah. 
That's some like Friday Night Lights shit. Some like Riverdale shit. Not a silly one, <laughs> but one that was important to me. How dare, how dare you invoke Riverdale next to Dave, you demon? Yeah, <laughs> you demon. I'm just saying, like it's like it's like um, this is this is your Kingdom Hearts like clock tower. Yeah, this is where yeah. like you sit and have your ice totally. cream with your friends, yeah, absolutely, and talk about the nature of your heart. Yeah. And stuff. Oh man, like it, and one guy's got spike wheels. Yeah, like it is. <laughs> it is. I think that I, I'm really happy that it survived COVID. Um, mm -hmm. I like, yeah. I like knew it was going to just because like, there's so much community outpouring and there's already like a level of distancing there. Cause he like just shuts the window when he makes your snow cone and everything. But man, if that place ever closes, I am going to be a fucking mess, dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, well, I'm glad that's, it's uh, there. That's that. I didn't, I didn't expect to do a heartfelt one. Didn't expect to do <laughs> like therapy today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's kind of nice sometimes to talk about good things and yeah. how much, how important people are and how much like even like small businesses like mean to people and a community, you know? Yeah. Especially one where it's just like, oh, a guy yeah. that does the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to say I'm going to undo <laughs> all of these good vibes <laughs> with my report. Yeah. That's, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah well yeah on that note uh we'll uh we'll take a quick break and then come back and undo every single good vibe that has ever been presented <laughs> on this podcast nathan's report we'll be right back patreon shout outs for this week include hana kim jet set spy kill nuck mara camille nancy konak nene 12715 nick potter phantom 23 spence and Stephen Mayfield. Thank you. All right, we are back. Um, I'm too happy. Nate, can you bring me down a little bit? This won't be bringing you down so much as I raising some classic Nathan questions. I finally got back to like my normal set of reports after reporting on the past couple things where I just told you literal truths about a mascot and then we all screamed for a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That one was a lot. I'm still thinking about that. I'm still thinking about Gobble Doc. I'm still thinking so, about Subman. Okay, so here here's my report for the day, which I have labeled Babies Part 2. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have been alive for 31 Earth years, and I still couldn't tell you what the fuck a baby is. <laughs> <laughs> it starts out as an invasive parasite that gestates in a custom-built organ and then emerges in a super gross way, and it can't even take care of itself. Humans are so fucking bad at giving birth that I at least 30% believe we've been doing something wrong the entire time. <laughs> like, having babies is so, so hard. The baby haver, ha like, almost dies even in ideal conditions. It's, it's wild, dude. And then the baby can't even, like, beat anybody up when it's born. <laughs> it gets its custom mech suit, comes out of the placenta, and it can't even do anything. Yeah. Loser. See, the mom is the mech suit. <laughs> I'm saying no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a Russian nesting doll of Mexicans because you have the, the womb and then you have the mom. Mm, okay, yeah. I support that. Uh, the, like babies' heads are just too fucking big, man. If, if like if you're a kangaroo, you just squirt out like a little bean, put it in your gross little pocket. So you can get back to fist fighting, and then it eventually is ready to throw bows as well. Eventually, when it gets old enough. Kangaroos are scary jacked, you guys. <laughs> kangaroos are terrifying. Yeah, have you ever seen just a, a fucking close-up picture of a kangaroo just flexing? Oh, it's gross. I saw kangaroo jack. That bitch came back from the dead. 
<laughs> I was going to do a kangaroo, kangaroo Jack joke, but I was like, I've never seen that movie. I can't do this. Punches people. That's all you need to yeah. know. <laughs> Insects fart out like 30,000 babies at once and then leave them there, dog. All this to say that babies are super weird. Last time I talked about babies, I made the claim that babies are not human. <laughs> and they're all <laughs> servants of the Gerber baby who is preparing them for the upcoming baby war. And to catch people up that don't know, our guest included, I guess I claimed that like the Gerber baby is this like elder god baby who infects humans with babies and then swaps them out for the storks <laughs> children, which are the real humans. Is that what boss baby's about? I yeah. think so. I think so. It is now if it wasn't. So, <laughs> um, But what happens when one of those babies is left behind? What happens when a baby seeks to become greater than its origins? As you probably guessed today, I'm going to be talking about the E-Trade baby, the baby from E-Trade. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. I... <laughs> I, you forget about this one. Yeah. You forget about this one. And that's how he gets you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Nobody expects the E-Trade I'm motherfucker definitely into crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You're spoiling my whole fuck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> E-Trade Baby was an integrated advertising campaign that featured a baby that talked about finance. The goal is to make the audience believe that E-Trade was easy to use, sort of akin to like the Geico Caveman commercials. And we will get to you, Geico Caveman. Yeah. You just fucking wait. We're working towards <laughs> it. Uh, the campaign, which appeared online on television and in print, was created by Tor Myron, which is like, you're that's a fucking Star Wars alien name, Tom. That sounds like the name of a cryptocurrency. <laughs> because it sounds like a Skyrim character. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> playing telephone. Hail and well met, Tor Myron. <laughs> yes. Um, they belong to the Gray Global Group, which like that's absolutely an alien. You're in the Gray Global Group, and your name is Tor Myron. No, wait. Dude. Is it gray with an E or gray with an A? E. Oh, evil. Uh, yeah, hundred oh, no. percent. E is for evil. <laughs> I want to I want to see <laughs> is there like an online anagram like oh yeah decipherer yeah. um okay no it's just it's just Henry Mort is what it is what is the because only Henry is dead, dead. <gasps> oh my god he oh, no. was dead the whole time <laughs> Henry Mort of the great global group that's some fucking that's a VR troopers <laughs> bad guy dude fuck that that's just like one of the orcs in like shadow of Mordor <laughs> it's the one that's afraid of bees or whatever the fuck. Um, at first, um, I guess Henry Mort had doubts if this ad campaign would work. Uh, in January 2008, during Super Bowl 42, the company debuted advertisements featuring the baby voiced by comedian Pete Holmes discussing investing in an adult voice in front of a webcam. Was that was that Pete Holmes? Yeah. Oh I thought God. that they said it was Pete Davidson, and I was going to go on a rant about how we how we fucked up dating Ariana Grande, but I'll save that energy for another time. <laughs> Thank you. Next. Um, in February 2009, during Super Bowl 43, for like sidebar, it is wild that I can read Roman numerals that well, but I can barely read real words <laughs> at all. Anyway, the company once again aired a 30 second advertisement featuring the baby, along with a Facebook page, updates on Twitter and videos on YouTube. They made it like a thing. Capital A, capital T like TM afterwards, a thing. The baby. Um, wow. The baby. 
As a result of the advertisement, the company realized a 19% increase in online applications and an 86% increase in website traffic in the week after the game, which is like... That's huge. You That's did it. That's fucking huge, <laughs> yeah. In 2011, the baby was featured in an advertisement called Enzo the Tailor. That is a Star Wars name. Yeah. <laughs> like, just actually. I hate that I know what you're talking about, Nate. The baby in this one was fitted for a custom-made suit and talked about how his tailor could retire in Tuscany, um, and that was basically it. But he was like, he was like, I, I make so much fucking money, I got my tailor can retire to Tuscany, <laughs> and like, you can't see it because this is an audio program. But like, the the compositing on this baby's mouth was so fucking bad. It was guys. so bad. <laughs> he was always like. <laughs> It's like talking out of the corner of his mouth, the lower like right of it. It was not. <laughs> and yet, and yet almost 10 years later, uh, the Justice League thing where Henry Cavill had to be yeah. shot in because of his mustache looks about the same. Yeah. <laughs> about the Truly. same results. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right. Um, Superman is just the E-Trade baby of superheroes. Here first. It here first, folks. They're both aliens. Yeah, he's, he's a gray. Okay. Yeah. In January, and that's I should have gone. I didn't even notice that it was the gray group global. <laughs> I should have. That should have been the little nugget that I like yeah. grabbed onto. But oh well, I went in a weirdly darker route. Great. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> um, in January of 2013, the company aired an advertisement during Super Bowl 47 uh, featuring the baby. In the advertisement, the baby focuses on how much money is at stake in 401k account fees and offers the better approach. Come to E-Trade and save it, which I don't even understand at all. <laughs> it. Save it. Wikipedia, as I just said, states that his offer is a better approach. And I don't know, man. I don't know that it's morally okay to state it that way, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not about to edit another Wikipedia because I've been banned from Wikipedia. Is is this a bit? <laughs> no. Cue oh my, the Ace okay. Attorney music. <laughs> okay. No, we have to unpack this right now. Fuck your report. What did you get banned from editing Wikipedia for? Sidebar. Yeah, I've been banned from editing Wikipedia by the fat cats at the top because they're too chicken shit of what I know, okay? Bigpedia can't handle the truth that Colonel Sanders is a shapeshifter, that they can't handle the truth that the Jolly Green Giant is the second coming of Christ, your slash our Lord. Okay, actually, I just so happen to be part of a big IP mass block, and I don't know why, really, but I'm still taking this as a message that I'm close to the truth. Too close for some. Too close. Good. God, okay. I've been, I've been saving that bullet in the chamber for a long time, ever, ever since I got the email like, hey, don't come back to Wikipedia, and I was like, fuck, what? Like, Nate, I love you, bud, but, like, I feel like getting banned from editing Wikipedia is maybe the dorkiest thing of all time. I've only ever edited a single entry, and it was when we did... <laughs> God, you're right. No, if I explain it, it sounds absolutely it's insane. It's way worse, yeah. So, I, the only thing I ever edited was when I was doing a report on the Budweiser Clydesdales. Um, they claimed that they delivered water to the president, but they delivered uh, beer to the president. That's what I changed because of my research. I was like, oops, that's wrong. Let me just fix that real quick. And now I'm fucking banned oh my from, saying, God. from saying that the Gerber baby is a demon. <laughs> anyway, uh, Wikimedia Foundation, thank you so much for listening. Um, <laughs> this is my appeal. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, no, you have to take a harder stance. You won't be silenced. Yeah. Our very own Edward Tropical Snowden. I'll fucking... Bro, I'll, I'll take this shit to Julian Assange, dude. We'll, some, we'll do some WikiLeaks. I'll go to any wiki that'll listen. Star Wars, what you want fucking Wikipedia? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Bulbapedia, what's good? Bulbapedia, yeah. What's what's good? MyHeroAcademia.Fandom.Wiki.com. Let's go. On March 21st, 2014, the company announced of the end of the E-Trade baby via a commercial which aired during the NCAA Division I men's basketball tournament. Okay, question. How did they announce it? Did they announce, quote, the end of the E-Trade baby? <laughs> I have no idea. Because that's like giga fucked. <laughs> I think there was a commercial where he's like, I I'm rich, I'm leaving or whatever was basically the vibe him, of sure. it. Yeah. Um, I don't know though because I, I wrote this report and had to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here is a an image of E-Trade bids goodbye to its iconic baby. <laughs> which is like... That was from Reuters. <laughs> Real good compositing on the mouth and the uh, the the stocks um, tablet. A capital J journalist wrote mm -hmm. that. E Trade bids goodbye to its iconic baby. Oh man, <laughs> it's not it's not weird if you just take that as an advertisement thing that like, wait, hey, we're done with the baby. But if 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 you were to say that six years into a baby's life. To a company like an announce a company to announce the end of said baby. That's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> we are ending this baby after six years of having this baby. Um I mean, like, to be fair, that baby did not grow at all in six years. Like Exactly. Like I said, perish like like perish the thought that this baby is six years old and he's getting <laughs> fitted for tuxedos from a man named Enzo, whom he can retire to Tuscany. Um this oh. company seemingly finally turned around and noticed that the baby was talking and six years old and got afraid and, started, <laughs> and decided to get rid of him. Now, I don't I don't have a good place for this joke or a good way to work it into the actual notes, but the E-Trade baby would absolutely be a crypto douchebag today. Thanks, Cam, for You're welcome. My joke. I got you. He's NFT thing. Okay! <laughs> <laughs> nice joke! All right, what's oh, up? Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. NFTs are just imaginary friends for adults. Don't you do that to Foster's home. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve better. Yeah. <laughs> they deserve better than that. <laughs> they are good pe people. I don't Blue Regard Q Kazoo coin. <laughs> like. <laughs> no, don't say it. Someone will do it. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Leave my man Wilt alone. Foster's home for non-fungible tokens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then in the final film, they all become fun. Oh, wow. <laughs> Finally. It's what they've always wanted. It's, it's just what I always wanted. Just like Pinocchio. The idea of NFTs having like a conscience that is constantly yearning to become fungible is terrifying. Hey, guess what? You just invented Digimon, bitch. Yeah, truly. <laughs> I was going to say like, oh, hello? Oh, Disney? Yeah. yeah, I do have an idea for Wreck-It Ralph 3, actually. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. No. Don't. Mm. <laughs> no. Fuck. Dude, I hate that. I hate that. Because that's going to be real. <laughs> it's going to be fucking John C. Riley being like, oh, I don't know. what this Is this money? It's not money? <laughs> and then that's the whole joke. <laughs> they already did a Wally -E NFT, which, like, read the fucking room, you know? I. It's so hateful. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Yeah. One. 
Surprise. Hey guys, if anybody's listening to this and is really into crypto, fucking unsubscribe. <laughs> I, don't want you, I don't want you to listen, dog. Uh, <laughs> fucking get out of here. Uh, I, I guess actually, like crypto, the labyrinthian and incomprehensible financial structures that keep our world moving are basically all fake bullshit. <laughs> You can't tell me, you can't tell me what a Roth IRA is. You can't tell me what a 401k is. You can't tell me what a stock is. None of it's real. If you try to explain it to me, I'm going to yell at you because I don't want to understand it. You understand stocks? This fucking dude never played Melee. I can't Here's what I know about stocks. Fox only. No items. Final destination, and if it's more than three stocks, you're a fucking pansy. The fucking melee community has more hard like rules yeah. than actual financial trade systems. Yeah, melee is more and fair. just as many pedophiles. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, is that what there was? <laughs> Wave dashed right into the pedophilia jokes. <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, now 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 that we're now that we're going uh, biweekly with our video game show, we need to like have a little bit more outlet for like jokes about how video games <laughs> fucking suck. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit. Anyway, back to the e trade baby and how all money is fake and four hundred one k is nothing. I do appreciate the uh, fucking mad money approach you're bringing to this report today. <laughs> I'm mad about money all the time because none of it's fucking real, yeah. dude. Like retweet. Anyway, w one of these days I'm going to go on a college is a scam like rant and it's going to be the end of all things. I mean, we me. could talk about college mascots, but. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, and Texas has some weird ones. That's it's unethical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My hometown is the only college with a gorilla for a mascot. That's neat. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. But they didn't have a real one, did they? No. That's that's okay. mega illegal. UH had a real cougar. That Ooh, was bad. that's not great. I didn't like that. Like I get it if your mascot's like a bulldog. But like Yeah. yeah. Cause somebody's just gonna have a bulldog anyway. Yeah, you just like show right. up and you're like, all right, it's you today. Uh <laughs> or that girly at AM. I still don't know what them fucking dogs are called. I really God, don't. Yeah. The blues clueses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so None of that shit is real. Like I said, stocks yeah. aren't real. 401k isn't real. Roth IRA. You can't fucking tell me it's real. If you tweet me explaining it, I will block you. And then I will be mad about it. because <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to know what these things are. It's, it's the last vestige of being a child that I have yet <laughs> is not knowing what money is. Not the shitload of figurines around you or anything, but. No, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking real money's not even real anymore since they took all the gold to make Xbox Live up. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, was, that was a very good joke. Uh, that was good. Funny. That was good. Yeah. All right. So it's my belief that this this baby, this parasite, instead of returning to the source with the Gerber baby to take its place in the baby war, decided to be a parasite in the financial systems that run mm. our reality. If the E-Trade babies Taylor can retire to Tuscany, where can the E-Trade baby retire to? Well, this all depends on what you think happened after the E-Trade Corporation was finished with this baby. <laughs> Or what if this baby was sent to some type of Area 51 or some other lab where it was broken apart and studied? <laughs> or maybe it merely escaped to buy a new identity, 
like Walter White or whatever the fuck and invest in a bunch of crypto or whatever and then launder its money and itself <laughs> becoming a brand new person. I don't think that a six year old could pretend to be a baby reliably at all. So and even now it's been 13 years since the introduction of this baby. <laughs> so if he's alive today, he's either a rich as fuck 13 year old Richie rich ass kid or he's he's just a he's just a little man <laughs> yeah <laughs> that pays somebody to wipe his own ass and honestly relatable um <laughs> much like the constantly compounding interest of the debt industry it is impossible to know the intent or centralized location of this baby maybe it's with the baby's doing its financial trading um for the baby war to to benefit the gerber baby um, those baby lasers don't pay for themselves is what I have here. <laughs> and they don't, you guys. They don't. They don't. God. Show me a baby laser that pays for itself. <laughs> they would pay for themselves if money was true. Exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> we need to go back to like trading like circular rocks and shit. And if you have the biggest circular yeah. rock, like then you're the richest guy. <laughs> Bring back turquoise. Yeah. Thank you. Dude. You <laughs> It's so fucking like now money is like a concept in a computer and shit like but it used to be like look what I found in the ground. <laughs> Can I buy a house? Yeah. <laughs> we just started agriculture. I don't know what anything is, man. <laughs> and then like then they covered the pyramids in gold and everyone was like, "Hey, a bunch of gold on those pyramids <laughs> and now there isn't gold on the pyramids anymore. those bastards and they're getting rid of xbox live gold because they ran out of gold <laughs> see so where's the gold going follow the money <laughs> that's right sheeple. i'm like if if mad money got kicked by a mule is what this, this report is <laughs> yeah <today>. yeah <laughs> um holy shit or you know maybe maybe the e-trade baby is going to join us on on our side for the baby war or be its own third party either way i i mostly just did this report so i could do a few things one talk about how weird babies are again because they're fucking weird <laughs> they're so weird yeah two Talk about how absolutely horseshit anything having to do with finances is. Are? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> and three, prove that I'm the right person for Ariana Grande. And four, prepare everyone, <laughs> prepare everyone for the upcoming and foregone conclusion that is the baby war. I'm doing my part. This concludes all known lore on the E-Trade baby. These things are hellish to look at, these commercials. Yeah. Um, of just Pete Holmes yeah. being like... I'm, I'm the baby <laughs> that's it well lotus thanks for being here oh thank you for having yeah. me this is really fun <laughs> uh where where can people find you on the internet uh on the internet you can find me at lotus loves lotus on twitter twitch youtube and patreon in person uh at your nearest local whataburger fuck yeah <laughs> All right. Well, if you've made it this far, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, if you want to support our silly shows, uh, subscribing on whatever platform you're on, leaving us a rating, checking out our Patreon. Uh, those would be pretty rad if you could do that. So please do that. If you liked whatever the hell this ended up being, check out the rest of the stuff we do at, at some good shows on Twitter or somegoodshows.biz. You just might like those, too. Um, our show art and music is by Zach Russell. Their work can be found at Cavity Crew. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Camby Man. And you can find me on Twitter at Victory Position. Thanks again for listening, everyone. And remember, everybody asks, where is the beef? But never, how's the beef? 